Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about optimism versus pessimism, and which one you really need a little bit more. Now, yesterday, we we talked about, uh, we made another comparison. We were talking about short-term goals versus long-term goals, and the answer was, we really need them both. And here... I hate to break it to you, the answer is the same. And I actually hate to say this one because I am definitely a pet. I am definitely an optimist. Like, I am an extremely optimistic person, almost to a, a point of annoyance. I, I, I see a lot of other people who are really just down about things, and I'm like, I'm like the guy who's like, ah, man, it's going to be all right. And um, yeah, I can tell a lot of people don't like that. But I can also admit this that as I've gotten older, I've seen the value in. Truly understanding what it means to be optimistic. And that you have to have some pessimism in you. You have to have some realism. Like you, you need to really see things for what they really are and not just what they can be. And as I've gone through and, and you know, I failed at enough companies, had enough things not work out to work out for me, lost enough races, what I've actually learned is that optimism is a beautiful thing in the long run. And pessimism is a great thing day to day. Again, let me say that again. Optimism is a beautiful thing in the long run. Pessimism is a beautiful thing day to day. And here's why I say that. When you really think about it in life, optimism is, what it's really saying is, in the long run, things are usually going to work in my favor. In the long run. <laughs> But if we're true and we're being honest with ourselves and we are really looking at how our lives has worked, have worked until this point, something is always going wrong. Like, I, like it doesn't matter what it is. So I, 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 uh, um, I had an insurance claim uh, on for our house. Right, we had some hail damage, and uh, ended up getting way more money than I thought. Right, and so we get this fourteen thousand dollar check for this. Right, this is this is actually a couple of days ago. And I'm like, okay. I told my wife, I'm like, this is awesome, you know, got this money, you know. And so I'm trying to submit this thing into the bank. One bank rejects it, second bank rejects it. And I'm not, I never get checks rejected. I'm like, why is this check getting rejected? So I call them and they're like, oh, like, this is the way this works. Like, you have to get your bank to sign it. And this bank is not anywhere near where, we're, where we live here in Iowa. So I'm like, oh, are you serious, man? So I got to mail it to them and then they got to sign it. Then they got to mail it back to me. Now, Again, this is like a small thing, right? But it's like annoyance, it's a frustration. Like these are the type of things in life that keep coming up that like weed out the people who don't really want it. Honestly, it's the, it's these small little hits that that you expect something to go. Like being an optimistic person, you expect it to be a straight line and super easy. And there's always these bends in the road that throw you off. But here's the thing: in the long run. Once I get through the bends in the road or whatever, it's going to be good. I, the money is going to go into the account. It's going to be fine. In the long run, things work out. They, like, they, if you stick with it, you know, you stick with a business long enough, not all the time, but a lot of times you figure it out. It works out. That's like what optimism does for you. It keeps you going. It keeps you moving. It keeps you motivated. It stops you from being depressed when things don't work out. Now... What's the problem with always being in this state? The problem with always being in this state is that you prepare for nothing. 
You don't, you're never prepared. And the thing about preparation that's funny is that the more you prepare, the less these things actually happen. So, for example, I have a firebox in my house. People are always like, why do you have this box? Like, I have this safe with all these things in it. And it's not because I'm, like, super scared someone's going to rob my stuff. That's not even it. I have it because I'm like, if the house burns down, you know, I got three little kids. <laughs> I make mistakes. If the house burns down, all the documents that we really need will all still be safe that's why i have a fireproof box it's, it's that simple and the fact that i'm prepared prepared for it means it probably won't happen i have a fire extinguisher like the, we have an alarm system we have all of these things not because i'm scared but because day to day i'm pessimistic day to day i think about wait a minute what's the worst that can happen right now and i, and I come up with a solution to prepare for it right when my girls get a little bit older i want them taking i want to I want them all taking self-defense classes Like I did Taekwondo when I was a kid And I want them to get in self-defense classes Why? Like prepare for that A situation, that event That I hope never happens to you But because I hope it never happens to you Let's prepare for it to make sure it never happens to you <laughs> So the the day-to-day -day pessimism Helps to make sure you are over-prepared For everything you're thinking about the worst case scenario and everything you do. Because I've realized the things that have hit me the hardest, some of the hardest failures have been from not being prepared, have been from not thinking through the worst of the worst of the worst. Not thinking through those things. And then they happen and then you're just blown away because this whole time you were living in optimism land that everything would be all okay. But when you're thinking worst case scenario day to day you're prepared and you have all your bases covered so then it's actually easier to be optimistic because your optimistic optimism is now stemming from a place like a healthy place it's stemming from a place that's going hey no I, i've actually checked out everything that could go wrong here i've, I've gone through it already and it, it's okay it's okay so that's why i am now optimistic about this situation so when you say, okay, well, which one do you need? I would say you need them, you need them both. And what is really hard about our, our society today is like we are so black and white. Like it, there's no gray area on stuff when so many things actually are gray, right? You think about Republican, Democrat. You think about, you know, <laughs> you think about the pandemic, you know, people who are, you know, about masks or can't stand wearing masks or whatever, right? Like there's just so much like polarization. And uh, I think what we need to do more is come together and actually find and live in that gray area a little bit. So it's like when someone opt, and, and mind you too, I, I, I want to make sure I think this. When it comes to pessimism, you can also be pessimistic in a very horrible way, right? Like pessimism has a downside. And that is when you are pessimistic in the long run, like it, it's basically an easy way to lead to depression. Like, um, when when you take away hope from someone, because that's what it really is. If you if you are pessimistic in the long run, like day to day pessimism is just looking like, hey, what what's the worst can, that can happen right now, right? But and then then preparing for it, and it's just it's, it's it's taking that moment to say, what's the worst that can happen? But pessimism in the long run is just saying, oh, it's always going to be bad. Oh man, this 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 country is never getting better. Oh, we're we're going down the drain. The world's going down the drain. Like like when you have that type of language and you bring that heaviness around people all the time oh like my life sucks oh i'm never gonna get better 
nobody wants to be around that, right? Like even like even me saying on the podcast, I can, I can hear people turning the podcast off already, right? It's like you don't want to hear that every day because it's just draining. It's like it, it, and and we've all had a friend like that. We've all had someone in our life who we've been around who it's like that's how they talk all the time, and you're just like, oh my gosh, okay, I can't wait to get away from this person. And it's because we weren't made to like be around that level of like drainage either, right? Like, um, so yeah, it's important you understand that side. Like we 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 there there's a gray area here that we got to find that middle ground and be like, hey, this is where I'm gonna live. It's like I need to be optimistic, but I also can't be so optimistic that I'm not seeing the real life challenges, like real stuff that comes and gets in the way, real obstacles that stop you from going where you want to go. You have to be prepared for those things. So one thing I would see a lot, like when I was in high school, for example, and this was like a huge dream killer, is kids who wanted to get a scholarship and move to the States and, and, and do all that, and they focused on track, but they never thought like, well, what's the worst that can happen here? What else, what else could be an obstacle? Like grades, right? So they wouldn't focus on their grades at all. Then they'd get to the end of high school and be like, oh, you don't have the grades to go to school in the States. Or you don't have the SAT score to go to school in the States. And then they're shocked and they're crushed. But it's like when you think about, well, what's the worst that can happen? You go, well, this can, well grades can be an obstacle. Well, being healthy can be an obstacle. This can be an obstacle. That can be an obstacle. And you, and you start seeing all these things that, well, partying can be an obstacle, right? People are inviting me to parties all the time. That can become a problem. Right, getting in trouble can become an obstacle. Right, if I get a criminal record, I can't go. And all, and you start seeing this stuff, and then you prepare your life in advance. Like, well, okay, I don't want to get in trouble, so here's what I need to do. I don't want to get hurt, so here's what I need to do. I don't want to end up at too many parties, so here's what I need to do to avoid them. And bang, 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 the plan comes together, and you can move forward easier like that. So, anyways, that's all I got on this. Look, for you, what I really want you to come away from this thinking is like. Do you sit on the more optimistic or pessimistic side? And if you sit on the more pessimistic side, what can you do to start seeing the bright side in the long run, right? Like the pessimism day to day will work for you, but in the long run, how can you have more hope in terms of things getting better going forward? And if you're the opposite, what can you do day to day? What are you missing? Like, what is it that you're not, you don't have your head on the swivel for, that you're not seeing that's coming towards you that, you know, that vehicle driving strategy that you need to get out of the way. You need to put the car in reverse and make sure it doesn't hit you. Um, what are you missing that uh, you, you've been choosing to ignore because you're too optimistic? You live in optimistic land like me. So, anyways, that's what I got for today. Y'all be good. Peace.